Welcome to the Job Factory podcast, presented by CUNY Career Development Society. My name is Blue, career coach and your host at the Job Factory, the career development and job search podcast. I interview real job seekers and share real stories as inspiration and hope for everyone out there looking for a job. During the episode, I will be offering career advice as we discuss job search strategies. At the end of the episode, I will offer relatable tips on how you can improve your job search. To find out more information about our services, please check out kcds.ca. We have Pamela joining us today, and Pamela is a previous client at KCDS, participated in the virtual job factory workshop, I think earlier in the summer. And the update now, which is really great, is that you have a new job. The job is with Blue Barn Pet and Hobby Farm in Castlegar, and what my primary role is going to be is a charitable charitable programs coordinator and customer service specialist. So I am going to be in charge of scouting out um, charitable programs that are going to be interested in receiving donations upon purchases through Blue Barn. Um, As well as that, I will be also in charge of streamlining and, and helping and addressing customer concerns comments etc through the online store so that's what i'll be doing Mm -hmm. you did the job factory workshop in april and of course you worked with Teresa as well your employment counselor Mm -hmm. in particular how did the workshop help you it gave me confidence to know that i was actually doing certain things right in looking for jobs but also it gave me confidence in heightening heightening my game, upping my game, and and really putting myself up out there. I really thought at the beginning before doing the workshop that I, that I was doing okay, but now after doing the workshop, I, I know that there was an extra mile I was able to go, and, and again, I was able to have the confidence to do so. Huge. And did you, how did they react to your resume? You said that they, you got some good feedback on your resume? Yeah, they really liked my resume because they felt as though I really addressed the 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 job posting and what they were looking for. So I I don't think without the, doing the workshop I would have ever been able to really take out those keywords and those key points and and compare them and and address them to my life and and my um my specifications. So so you targeted the job really effectively. It sounds yes. like when covid came around it it really put a damper on job availability and and who was looking for employees and and whatnot so applying for jobs and having people say well we're not really sure what we're looking for right now because we don't know what's happening with the pandemic it it really dampered the the job search process so I, I I really feel like that was a disadvantage, but also gave me time to do the workshop and, and to really refine myself. So I guess it all worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah. Did did you already have experience collaborating online, doing interviews online or 
the the workshop was the first thing I've really done that was online and interactive like that. So it was it was a cool learning experience, and and I definitely, you know, using Zoom and and going through all that, it's it it's actually really helped me. Um, example doing my zoom interview i've never used zoom up until the workshop so getting to do that and then even just doing zoom meetings work meetings with my new job like we've done a few screen sharing and and all that so yeah it's yeah it's coming in handy how did you apply for this job did you saw an applic? did you see an application did you hear about it through word of mouth or how did that happen it was a facebook post so they had posted i i guess there's a new job hiring app on Facebook, which I've never known about up until the Blue Barn one that I saw. So it, it actually, my mom shared it on Facebook and she said, go look at what I just shared. It's going to be perfect for you. And so I went and I took a peek and I thought it sounded really sweet. And it really was the first, not the first job I've applied to since the workshop, but the first job that actually got me really really excited and and got my my uh, creative juices flowing so i sat down and went went to town get my resume and my cover letter refined and emailed it off so yeah what i wanted to do was look at your original resume that you had and then the resume that helped you get hired and get the interview okay so looking at resume number one so my initial reaction to this one is that it's really boring it doesn't jump out the page but <laughs> one thing i would say is i really encourage people to not put their mailing address up there anymore um it's not necessary to do that i would just keep it really simple the other thing i would do is just have your name stand out a bit more like it's just a bit lost like your name is your brand essentially so i would have a little bit of color in there and i would just the font's nice it's nice it's simple it's clean but i would just have it bigger and yeah, maybe, maybe consider a little bit of color, which will come to you with your final resume version because you did that really effectively with that one. The objective. The objective is really redundant. I'm not a fan of an objective. Um, the reason being is you're just using up space to tell the employer what you need as opposed to a value added statement. So again, we'll look at your improved version and have a look how you change that. But I think, I think in the end, actually, you didn't, you, you didn't put an objective or a profile statement in, but I'm going to I have a couple of suggestions for you of what might work really well for that. And I'll explain why as well. So those initially, nothing's jumping out of the page to me. Um, then you've got a skill section. I think it's great to have a skill section in there. The, Often what you see with people's resumes is that the skill section is really generic. So in this case, we don't really have anything that really stands out. We have things like we have reliable and enthusiastic. Uh, we have works well under pressure. Now, I'm not saying those are terrible things at all. They're great. Those things are great, but there's no context in that. So we don't really get a sense of who you are and what your story is. So I'm a big fan of like somebody telling a story which is hard to do through a resume, but I feel like if you, yeah, if you can find the right words and put it in context, um, it'll be a bit more effective. So that's the top third of the page. And now I'm down to the work experience. One thing I would say I do like about this is that you're really good and you always have been really good with like creating white space and really clear headings. 
And that I really like because people do tend to pack too much information into their resume. So the great thing with this is it's really easy for me to scan in a short amount of time and get a sense of who you are. But in the top half of the page, top third of the page, I still haven't really got much, really any detailed information about who you are and what you have to offer. It's all a bit generic and a bit bland, to be honest. So down to the, sorry to be harsh, but your final version was great anyway. Let's skip to your final version of the resume and just have a quick look at this. So what, why did you put the picture in? Because during the workshop, I know that, well, it wasn't, it wasn't really a necessary thing, but I, I, I feel like it was something we discussed and, and it was something that was mentioned to be nice to really help show people who you are like if, if you're applying to be a ski instructor post a picture of you skiing etc so i was applying at a pet store so i used my dog and it's adorable and it's a, it's a nicely taken picture too and i think you're right yeah make the connection with the workplace like you know that that really stands out straight away that you feel a connection to the person that's applying what was the choice with the blue I chose the blue because the pet store is called Blue Barn Pet and Hobby Farm and they use yeah. like blue is their it's their branding. So I thought that if I use blue it would give me kind of a extra oomph. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love the choice of blue. Um blue, I don't know if you know this, uh, but symbolizes integrity, calmness, reliability, and trust. Perfect. I think those are good choices for you. And it's, it's just a really pleasant color to read on the screen. Um, so yeah, I think your color scheme is really tasteful. It's done really well because you've got the white for the background, black for the text, and then the remaining color, which is blue, and then you have some red in there as well, highlights the important parts of the resume. So I think that, yeah, I think that was a really good choice. When I go into an interview, actually, I often take it in person so that I can hand it across to them um, in color. But of course, if you're doing online interviews, I guess you can't do that. But I don't know. I would have you put did you think of ever putting an image on your resume before? I've never. I used to think it was I used to think it was kind of silly, honestly. And and then after the workshop, my opinion totally changed. And I, I thought, you know, why not? If if I'm going to be working for them, they're gonna see what I look like eventually anyway. So Yeah, that's true. And I feel like honestly like so many people have their sh headshots of some description on their social media anyway. Yeah. You know, on LinkedIn or Facebook and Instagram, we kind of put ourselves out there. So for yeah. Sure. But it's definitely not necessary. But I think for your it worked really well for your resume for this. Did you was it easy for you to get easy for you to get everything on one page or was that a struggle for you i um i found myself not so much struggling but i definitely had to play around with sizing spacing and whatnot just to make sure everything got on there especially in that blue bar on the left yeah so your layouts so there's chronological, which was the, the first version of resume that you had. So that was focused mostly on the work history. This one, you went for a combination and you still, any reason why you went for the combination as opposed to the functional style of resume. So the functional style of resume is the one where we focus on the skills and then we keep the work experience really limited. 
but in this case you ended up providing more information about each of your work uh, positions mm-hmm. any reason for, I don't know if you remember that in the workshop we talked about the different these different layouts yes yeah I do so why I chose to do that actually is because I feel like each of my work like graphic des- or sorry C4 designs and HTR designs really had different um they I wore different hats for both those jobs and I wanted to I wanted to really outline which which hats I wore for which jobs so it, rather than just outlining my skills and leaving it there I wanted to refine them more as well under the jobs themselves so that right. I think that's where I went with that yeah yeah no it makes sense actually and it looks good too and it reads well I think when you've got yeah when you've got transferable skills that are relevant to the job you're applying for and you have relevant work experience that is relevant to the job I think it's good to put a combination of that of both those down but I noticed you didn't have any links to any social media now I don't necessarily think that you should but I'm I always encourage people now to consider seriously consider putting their LinkedIn profile on there because Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is a really good professional social networking tool and if you spend a bit of time on it and build it out and you have a lot of good strong content in there uh, that is relevant for the job you're going for I think it just gives the employer the HR manager it gives them somewhere else to go beyond your resume if they're trying to make some final decisions about who they will have in for an interview so I am a big fan of putting a hyperlink especially on a resume that you're going to be attaching online so that they can open it online and they just get more information. It's really common now that HR people will Google potential employees. So I think by building one out, and I know you have a LinkedIn, um, and so that that would be a consideration, like you know, sure. down the road. If you knew there was a job that you really wanted, and you know, there was a lot of competition for it, I think having that extra little selling point like a really strong profile online would be really good. Because the other thing too, actually, for you, is that you have some really good uh, examples of your work uh, from your design work that you've done in the sledding world. Right. So if you had your LinkedIn account with links to those sites and pictures, I think that would be, like, so down the road, if you had to do this again, I think that would be a really good pitch for you is to have that included in that. And I remember, that because I feel like on one of the workshop days especially we really covered social media and all that and I, I I've looked at my LinkedIn but it's just one of those things I keep pushing to the side because I'm like oh I don't want to deal but I I know that like it's it's definitely one of those things that are increasingly gaining traction I feel like a lot of people talk about LinkedIn these days so I might need some help getting yeah. my looking good yeah i think you're right i think i think linkedin particularly in the last year or two and even actually since the covid pandemic i've Mm -hmm. seen a lot more traffic on there recently but you know what you got you want to be where your people are as well and i don't know that you do but i would assume you probably have an instagram account and and again i don't know if it's like really designed to be used in a professional sense because a lot of you know tattoo artists, graphic designers, web developers, people like that, they will often have their work showcased on it. So if your work is showcased anywhere, 
I would put that link up or maybe put the link in LinkedIn. So I'm not a fan of the objective. You took that. I think it's better to put a value added uh, sales pitch there, if you like. Like essentially, you want to hook the reader in. So you could hook the reader in with like a tagline of two or three sentences, which words that would include things like your, so maybe your career title. So what, you know, what your profession is, um, the duration you've been doing in that um, industry, any soft or hard skills that are relevant to the job you're applying for, and then any impressive facts and figures that you might have. That's obviously something that I should explore for future use if I need it. So I think, so one principle with, I, I always go back to with their resumes, think the six second rule. Right. So on average now, and you hear, you read this a lot, whenever you look up any information about resumes online, you'll see this a lot. There's a six second rule. People don't have the attention span or the time to spend much more than six seconds when they first review. So on your resume in six seconds, it's great. I mean, you got the picture there. It's really nice to look at with the blue header. Um, your information is quite simple. We want to think about the top third of the page. The top third of your page, it's good. It's you got the skills and then we're straight into the skill statements but it is quite text heavy in there. So in six seconds, I can kind of, what happens when you look at a resume online rather than a printed version is your, your eyes will dart around the page. So I get drawn very quickly to look at your work experience. That stands out the most to me, which is good because it's all relevant to the job that you're applying for. If you just had a profile statement, you could call it a summary statement. There's, you know, the heading doesn't really matter, but it's essentially a profile statement at the top two, three lines, it can, it, it can hook me in very quickly, giving me what's your career focus, how long have you been doing it, any spe specific soft or hard skills, and then there's any impressive facts and stats that could be attached to that as well. For you, you could write something like a creative and versatile visual arts graduate with 10 years experience in graphic design, working in retail administration and management. 10 years experience as a leader, entrepreneur, valuing continued learning and growth. Oh, I like that. <laughs> write that down, write that down. Yeah. The, uh, I can share, I'm happy to share that with you. You might want to tweak it a little bit, but sure. can you, you see what I mean? So like in two or three lines, I very quickly have a sense of who you are totally. as opposed to what I have to do right now. Now, again, it's visually really nice. The employer liked it. It did the job, so taking nothing away from that. But if you add in a nice profile statement that's really short, within six seconds, like I'm, you grab me. It looks nice. I've read the profile statement. I scan your work experience very quickly, and it's really nicely highlighted your work experience. You've, you've done a really great job with that visually. So, boom, done. Put it to the side. I'll then spend some time afterwards on the second review, reading through your skills section. But initially, to, to get into like the, the nitty gritty, it's going to take me a little bit longer than six seconds to read through your skills because nothing jumps out immediately. Right. So that, that would be my reason for putting a profile, a nice tight profile. Statement. And you know what I would do too, actually? I would use the same tagline, the same profile statement on my Instagram, my LinkedIn account, my resume. Right. So I kind of brand myself. So it takes a bit of time to find the right words. But once you have a strong profile statement, you can keep reusing it 
you can, you know, yeah, else you could put it, you could put it in your email signature. I'm a big yeah. fan of having a signature in my email with links to Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever is appropriate. Sure. So yeah, that would be my feedback for that, for the objective. Remove the objective, create a value added statement, something like that. And I'll happily write that down and send it to you. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I really like that. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah, you got it. It works for you? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'd hire me. <laughs> okay, I have a little bit of feedback for the skill statements. And again, this did the job. You did a great job. So with the first skill statement, I just want to highlight this one. A dynamic communicator experienced in working with a client base that brought forward varying needs on a daily basis. So it's, it's more than, it, it's not generic. It's not just a generic statement. What you're doing is you're highlighting the skill and then how you demonstrated it. All I would want is a bit more context. Right. So where, who, what needs, I think you could just give a little bit more detail there. That's all. But what you're doing with the skill statements is working, it's great. You know, again, focus on this. We look at the job post. We take the skills that are listed in the job post. We put, the, put that into the beginning of a statement, which then demonstrates how we did it. So another, another example would be quick and critical thinker who can make adequate decisions on the fly using training in multiple departments, as was often, as was often the only one around to resolve an issue. So there's a bit of a grammar there. And again, I would just wonder where you were. Um, anytime you can kind of quantify things, really. So if you were ever supervising, how many did you supervise? Um, yeah, facts and figures are good. Anytime you can throw those into the statements, just to build them out a bit more. Valuable team member who performs responsibilities to the utmost degree. So again, what responsibility? Give me an example of that. Like, a team member, was it a big team? You're on a small team? You know, give it some scale. So I have to say, you would be mindful of words like this. You put quick and critical thinker who can make adequate decisions. Adequate doesn't sound so strong. Did you change yeah, that? I changed that. I changed it to outstanding. Oh, I like that. Yeah. See, that's a little bit more impactful. Yeah, and there was a couple of spelling. So... You know, that's another thing that I think a lot of us are guilty of is you spend a lot of time getting the resume to look really nice. You found the right language and way to approach it. And then you don't get somebody to read it over as the very last thing before you send it off. So there were a couple of spelling and grammar mistakes, nothing, nothing major at all. And they may not even have noticed, to be honest. Have you looked at this resume and noticed anything that you would do differently next time? I, I definitely know I could have added more. So after this, I definitely think I'll go in and tweak tweak it harder and, and make it better. So it's it's always going to be the best it can be. And I'm really excited that it worked for you and that the workshop was really useful. It um, was. Cool. Well, thank you so much for taking out the time to chat to us. I'm totally happy to be a part of it. And, and like I said, it's, it, it, it's going to help people in the long run. And, and I never... I was thinking about it today, like when I was doing yard work and I was like noticing my shirt's all filthy from <laughs> doing yard work. But um, I, uh, I was thinking about it because I never really, people were always telling me like, go 
see work bc go to work bc go go and i was like i always this is gonna sound so ignorant i always thought it was for people who needed a little more refined like special help for special needs and whatnot so i was like no no and then when i went and then all these opportunities just happened and i tell everyone like even my mom i'm like go <laughs> go get some, <laughs> go talk to well, someone that's great feedback yeah it's it's been really good so i'm i'm definitely happy to be now on on this flip side of it all so yeah great hopefully now you got a job for life that's it yes yes fingers crossed <laughs> yeah there you go okay well thanks, thanks so much me. for joining us it was great to speak to pamela today and find out the good news of her getting the job based on the resume that she improved during the workshop which is fantastic news. So a few tips that I want to share now from the conversation that we had so that you can improve your resume. So tip number one, think about the six second rule. So lots of white space and clear headings so it's really easy for a hiring manager to scan the page very quickly. Tip number two, headline your name. Your name is your brand. So make sure it stands out nice and clear at the top of the page. Tip number three, consider a LinkedIn profile account and putting a hyperlink in with your resume because this is really good value added stuff. Tip number four, consider a photo because people like to hire who they know, like and trust. So if there's a photograph of you on your resume, then they can make the connection. Tip number five, consider a short profile statement, two or three lines that sums you up and so that in very few words, they can get a good grasp of who you are and why you might be a good fit for the job and worth considering for an interview. Tip number six, a skills section. So a series of skills statements, not just generic keywords, but actually skill statements that demonstrate how you did the skill and where you did it, you know, with some context so that there is a story behind each statement that you can elaborate on either in your cover letter or in the interview, or perhaps both. Those are some top tips from the conversation today. Of course, there's lots more information to share. And one thing I want to highlight is an applicant tracking software or applicant tracking system, ATS, which was not a concern with Pamela's application because she attached the resume to the email. But when you upload a resume, you need to be very conscious of the applicant tracking system and how it works. So that's something we're gonna talk about in the next episode. So please join us then for more information about that. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Job Factory podcast. Subscribe now and make sure you don't miss our next episode. For more information about our employment services, please go to our website at kcds.ca.